Hi, how can I help you today? As a McDonald's employee, you say those words quite often. But how about when you need help, like consulting a doctor? Hi, how can I help you today? When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family. With free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants. This is The Motivation. Welcome to another episode of Jujitero's Coast to Coast, the podcast that talks about what's important on and off the mats. I'm ready to go another round of jujitsu talk. I got cousin Ant on. What's going on, cuz? How you doing tonight? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Can't wait for this. Uh, these uh, trials coming up. The West Coast trials coming up. But man, the uh, the Brazilian trials they looked interesting. I got to see some of those fighters, and I'm really looking forward to the conversation tonight. Oh heck yeah, heck yeah, we got. Um, no, the last round of North American Trials West Coast Edition going down the weekend of, is it April 2nd and 3rd, Cuz? Yeah, April 2nd and 3rd. That's correct. Yeah, you're right. So me and Cousin Ann have punched our tickets. We will be there. We're going to get you guys interviews, behind the scenes shit. We're going to let you know what size acai Andre Gaval really gets. Going to get to the bottom of that. Meanwhile... We just wrapped up South American Trials because it was a breath of fresh air. I'll just say that. I'm going to leave some surprises for the listeners out there, let you know what ended up happening. But let me just start by saying that there is a distinct difference between North American ADCC Trials and South American from what I've been able to see so far. Why is that, Cuz? Uh, the styles are just way different. You know, they're, they're, There's literally like intermediate to no wrestling involved in ju- in br- the brazilian side from what i've seen um it instantly gets to the mat you know even if one guy pulls guard right away he's not playing no leg lock game he's not trying to grab it he's just pulling guard and he's going into into something right away uh i i gotta say that i re- i rather enjoyed watching these trials a little bit more than the last round of the Amer- north american trials to be honest okay okay yeah, I did. You know what I did yeah. notice uh, when I was watching the Brazilians? It seemed like it was just uh, one that I can I that I can remember. Um, who was it? I want to say it was uh, Costa. Uh, was it Costa? Okay, or, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I think it was a little more like wrestling in that one. There was, you know, yeah, Joel. Co- that was in the under ninety nine kilo division. Joel Costa yeah. taking on Enrique Sacconi. Yeah, that yes. was. A, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you watch that match. And we're expecting to watch high level wrestling. You would be sorrily mistaken. You're in for a dis nothing but disappointment. But it, it was, I mean, it was an interesting match. No guy could really do much, you know. Right. I, honestly, it was hard for me to say who won that match, even though uh, Joa ended up taking the decision. Right. Right. Yeah. He won by the one by. Yeah, he yeah, won by ended decision. up going into overtime, and it was ended up going into referee's decision. So he he did he did win. Um, I hope he brings his A game because that under that 90, what division was he in? The under 99 division? Under 99 Ooh, division. It's got some, 
Yeah, we'll get to the competitors in that list in a little bit. Uh, but there are some motherfucking sharks God coming damn. out for sure, man. They ain't playing around. They are not playing around. So he is definitely going to have to, um, from here until September, what is it? September, is that when the real ADCC goes down? Yes, that's September 17th and 18th in Las Vegas. All that's right. going to be the championship. So he's got until he's got until september to get his wrestling game up and he's gonna need it for the bracket for the division that he's in like i said he's got some killers we'll get down to that in a little bit um one of the main differences that i did see though guys out there listening maybe you didn't get the chance to watch because you were busy at work or you got the family uh when you do get a chance check it out though but there was not a lot of guard play i mean well i'm, I'm sorry there was a lot of guard play but there was not a lot of footlock play there was very little of that going on. In fact, I started watching it, and then after a while, I mean, maybe after like 30 minutes of watching matches, because there was they had like four mats going on at the same time. So I was flipping around after different matches would end. I would go to the next match and whatnot. But I would say it was a good 30 to 45 minutes into watching these matches when I noticed, huh, there's not a lot of leg lock game being played out here. In fact, I haven't seen anybody go for any leg lock. And then as soon as I said that, Guess what? Leg lock. goes for a heel hook, and they won by heel hook. Dude ended up having to get carted off. Oh, which one was yeah. that? Was that the um the Izriki or the Izriki or um or was that Rias? Was that Rias that had the the submission? By I don't remember because the guy did the guy didn't end up win, ended up winning his bracket. This was early on. The guy ended up having uh, another match, and then in the very next round. His next match, he got heel hooked, but he he will he I mean he was probably a little more familiar with the game and he was able to tap before there was any damage able to be done. So he was able to walk off, but he did lose. Okay, um, okay. I did see I did see some people going for straight straight ankle locks. Um, but the but the submission, or I'm sorry, as far as going for like heel hooks, that was almost very, very little heel hook game being played at all. And um, I just, I mean, it just made me think back to like when I first started jujitsu. I mean, I started a, a lot. I mean, I've been at it for us for so long that when I first started, leg locks were taboo. They were like, you didn't even, you barely even talked about those, much less did them in the class, you know, or did right, them in right. rolling. You know, it was only every once in a while when maybe a, a guy from the outside would drop in and he would heel hook. I mean, not heel hook, but he would straight ankle lock somebody. And then everybody would be like, oh, that's that ankle locker, dude. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It just, it wasn't, I mean, you might learn the straight ankle lock for like a day and then you never talk about it again. And for sure, we didn't talk about heel hooking people. And seemed like it was, it was a lot bigger on the East Coast. That's something I, I kind of noticed, like traveling back and forth between the East Coast and the West Coast. I seem like, it seemed like the East Coast was a step ahead on the like late game it seemed like it was a lot bigger out there for some reason i don't know why maybe you do but it just seemed like it would i saw more people you know doing it or knowing about it or you know making that like a priority in their game versus when i would come out to the west coast and see it, it was still kind of like growing is it did do you notice that or is that a reason for that i mean that's just the way it is you know what i mean like back like old school jujitsu, you, you honestly, they're pretty much ignored from the waist down. You, there was no mm -hmm. very little. I mean, they taught knee bars, but you didn't do it too often. And for sure, 
you didn't do no heel hooks, you know? Mm-hmm. It was kind of yeah. like, hey, that that's off limits, you know? We we don't want to destroy people's careers because that's technically what what could happen if you get a you get stuck in a really bad heel hook, your knee, your ligaments are just gonna explode, and you you ain't gonna do nothing for a long time, maybe not ever, as far as jujitsu goes. And so yeah. to me, it, it kind of just it was like you know. I remember one of my first coaches, he's like, you're not going to learn no leg locks until you're at least a blue belt. And to me, it kind of, I mean, it made sense because at that point you, you know, you have a better feel for, for what you're capable of, you know, you recognize and respect the game enough to know that you can break someone's limb in an instant. Yes or no. Yes. And you don't know that right away. You just, you, when you first step onto the mats, that's not something you're even thinking of. So, you know, even and as a blue belt, you're more cognizant of your training partners, even, you know, mm-hmm. you know that if you lay back right away a certain way, you could break a bone and that person is not going to be there to train no more. Yeah, right. So versus doing that as a white belt, when you're like, you don't know, you just you're just doing what you think Surviving. you're supposed to do. And next thing you know, snap, crackle, pop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it was it was kind of like. Uh, like I said, it was taboo. It was forbidden. You didn't do that until much later in your jujitsu career because it's kind of like you have to learn a certain level of respect and responsibility for yourself, for the art, and for your training partners. You mm-hmm. know, it's kind of yeah. like would you give a, a first day te- high school math teacher on the West Side a gun to control their class? Fuck <laughs> no. That would be a fucking mistake and a half, you know? You would you would be like you know what as a matter of fact let's not put this teacher in this class let's put them in a different class and let's put someone who can handle that but for sure you're not going to give someone a deadly weapon on day one right and, right and and whereas right now uh, I'm not saying that's what happens now but as of now a lot more schools are are aware of of the leg lock game and they do start teaching it early on. You know, mm, okay. Um, I'm okay with. It. I mean, it, everyone's everyone's school is different, and everyone's school can be ran in any way they want because it's their school. I mean, I got no, I got no if, I got no complaints about it. You know, just let right, me know right. ahead of time. You know, but as yeah. far as I go, every time I roll, I'm just assuming. Hey, that's in the game. It's it's on the table. You know, we're not saying okay. Right. Uh, I didn't check that box. I didn't check that box. This is jujitsu. This is chess. You know, and when you're playing right. chess, you don't say, oh, no, nah, you can't use your bishops like that. No, nah, no, nah. you can't. Or you can't. I, mean, I don't even know if there's a bishop in the game. I'm making that name. But you can't use that piece in a certain way if you don't. You know what I mean? You got to let. Yeah. I mean, when you're playing the game, you're just assuming everything is 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 OK. All right. 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 So I'm, I'm totally OK with a leg lock game. I'm totally anytime I roll with someone and they I, I, I mean. I'm thankful that my training partners do ask, and that's just off. That's a credit to the character of the people that we train with because not everybody is open to that, and they might not even be ready for it. You know, right, right. And and when they're in those type of positions, I mean, I've heard it. You've heard mm-hmm. it. Snap. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's not a nice. It's not a nice sound. It, it it's very. It stays with you. One of those sounds that stays, yeah, stays oh, with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. You know what I mean? It it comes down to a handful of times that you really, really remember what happened and what you were doing. And and I feel bad for the people that not only do I feel bad for the people that get caught in those positions, but I feel bad for the people that got that person caught in that position because I'm sure they weren't aware of what was about to happen. Yeah, yeah. 
sure. Kind of like giving a little, give it, I'll go back to the gun reference, kind of like giving a little gun to a little kid. And then something happens and you're like, oh, well, why'd you give the gun to the kid? Well, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's out there, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Educate yourself. Know what's going on before you start a role. Let, let your partner know, Hey, I'm going to be going for this. Is that cool? And if they're cool with it, cool. And if not, then maybe not. Now, my yeah. leg lock game is definitely not for everybody. Right. But at the same time, also, even if you, like, say you forget to you bring it up, just be mindful. Be mindful to your, your partner and everything. If you're going to try something new or something that's, you know, you're maybe not, like, you haven't mastered yet or even the counter or anything like that, whether it's an arm, you know, an upper body extremity or a lower body extremity, just be conscious of your workout partner and, hey, you know what? Uh, ease into it, you know? Take it somewhere. You don't – I mean, this isn't a match. It's not a competition. You don't have to win, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, you know, give or die points or anything. You, all you're going to do is slap hands and try again. Does, that's all what happens. Oh, fuck that because every round is gold medal ADCC final. <laughs> Damn. Watch out. I'm bringing it. <laughs> oh, no, I'm man. I'm joking. I'm joking. But – that, but honestly, going back to the ADCC South American trials, uh, that was what I noticed right away. Um, I also noticed that there wasn't a lot of stalling. There wasn't mm, a lot. I mean, there yeah. were some matches that had no points. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like that under 99 kilo division finals. That mm -hmm. was pretty boring. That was a little hard to watch. Just watching two people not knowing how to wrestle. Um, what'd you think about that match? Yeah. You know what? I, with that match, it looked, there was even, Huge guys. I, I mean, that was the first thing you know. Lots of muscle. Huge guys. Very strong. Um, but it, it just seemed like a shoving match. It seemed like, like you said, like it was the start of a wrestling match, and that's where it kind of ended. They were shoving each other. I mean, they were getting close to the end of the uh, of the the mat, even, and they were going into the crowd. You know, it was that much of like a shoving competition. And so, was that yeah, the I match really, I, that knocked the table over? There was a match that I was watching that knocked the table over, and the stream messed up for a little while. I don't remember. If, I don't think uh, that was it. I didn't catch that that part. Um, I might have missed that little bit, but I just remember like a couple times them going into the crowd. Like the guys are sitting around the mat in the safe area, and they've already moved far from the center of the mat, and they're into the crowd. You know, and now it doesn't even seem like they're stopping even when they get into the crowd. It's almost like you know they're already at the back of the uh the crowd before like okay let's reset like come on guys like let's do something so yeah you know what that one was a little uh boring to me but they they look dangerous they look like they if they did get to the mat or something i was expecting more definitely definitely expecting more that is a great way to, to end that <laughs> yeah but what about that under 77 kilogram division let's just you know who let's start at the bottom let's start at the bottom and work our way up um i didn't get to watch too much of all of the matches but i did watch all the finals matches and right in right the under 66 kilo division uh we had diogo race from fight sport i have mm -hmm. seen him in action prior and he is very explosive he's got a really good passing game um he, I mean, he's training with Mika and Cyborg all day long, so he's got killers around him, all all around him, and so he's just gotten better and better and better. Um, there was a distinct cardio difference in this match, and I feel like that's what it ended up coming down to. So Diogo ended up taking on Diego Pato or Die, uh, I'm sorry, Diego Pato, yeah, Diego Pato Oliveira in the finals. 
Uh, he ended up winning by decision. I think that did that match go into one round of overtime, Cuz? Um, I don't think so. I don't think that it went into overtime. Uh, I just know that it went to. I remember that it went to decision. But I what I do remember is I think it was Reese. Um, it was like he went for a takedown and. Uh, Diego got up and it was like he didn't even wait and he just charged that dude right to like right yeah. to Diego. Didn't even give it give us. I well, that was the one that he, stuck out. I, I do remember now. I'm remembering the match. It, it did go into one round of overtime, and I remember okay. there were three distinct parts in the match where he had he had Bato down. He almost had mm-hmm. his back earlier on in the first takedown. He had his back yeah. and he just got back up. And he let mm-hmm. him get back up. And then the second time, I think that was when the, what you just explained when he shot in, he 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 stuffed it, but he stood straight back up, and then he just blasted him again. And then yeah. he let him back up again. And then the yeah. third time he took him down was when he finally took his back. Mm-hmm. But by then, I think that was when when I realized what he was doing. I think he knew that he could keep up a pace that Bato just could not could not keep up with because Bato mm-hmm. started off hot he was using a lot of pressure it looked like he was using a lot of strength to try to pass and he just could not pass Yogo's uh, guard and mm-hmm. eventually they ended up starting the matchup and that created some scrambling or some takedown positions and the race took prime um he just took advantage of those and was able to secure the back held it for a little while Bato got out uh but he ended up having the better positioning for the longer time. Bato didn't do really, he didn't do anything. He didn't pass his guard. He didn't get a takedown. He didn't almost have a submission locked in. Uh, it was an easy ref decision. I mean, if you were a ref and you were, if you were the ref watching that fight or a judge, I'm sorry, you probably would have gave it to race as well. So I, I got no problem with that decision. And Yogo just punched his ticket to the under 66 kilogram division and let's switch over and let's see who's in that division right now so as of right now we got one round of the adcc south american trials in the books with one more to go and one more north american trials coming up we just mentioned that earlier uh as of right now we have ashley williams who is the winner of the european trials the under again my under 66 kilos division the north american trials winner cole babyface abate Art of Art of Jiu-Jitsu. And then we have the previous ADCC winner, Kennedy Maciel, who's been invited. So uh, Diogo Race, welcome to that division. I'm looking forward to what you got left or what you can do in that division. Uh, let's see who else joins that division, and then we can pick a winner. That's going to be a really good show. Uh, next bracket, cuz, or the next division is the men's 77-kilogram division. Uh, that was... The finals was Mika taking on Majid Haj. Did you get a chance to watch that match, Cuz? Please tell Bro, me. Bro, I because I watched all of his matches. I watched all of my uh, Mika's, uh, Mika's matches. Damn, they didn't last long. And how long did that take? For all the matches, I less than five minutes. That dude. Oh, was, for sure. Like, that dude, man. Oh, I can't wait to see him. When he when he comes out here, man, that I mean, eighteen years old, he was just like triangle chokes, arm bars, like he didn't, it didn't matter. I mean, like you were talking about, like people not really going for leg lock and stuff. That was the dude right there. He just made it look too too easy. 
too he easy. He was going for everything. He was going for something different in every match. It just yeah. Like, and just watching watching him do jujitsu, dude. It's like watching an artist at work. I just can't. Mm-hmm. I'm just like in awe of everything. I'm like, what was that hand grip? Look at where his leg placement was. How did he get his leg? He like he sees submissions two or three steps before his opponent even realizes it. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think it was in his first match when he pulled guard right away and then he got into some crazy scramble and in the scramble, he ended up coming up in the like coyote guard position. And then from there, Mm -hmm. next thing you know, he's got an arm and he's got an arm bar. Yeah, and it was wasn't it from like the top? He was like on top of him, yeah. sliding yeah, he was off like the almost top about- of the dude. Yeah, yes. And he just lands amazing. in this on this arm bar, and it was just it was solid. He couldn't he couldn't do it. Yeah, it's it I've, I've probably watched that done. like at least 15, 15 to twenty times already. I'll watch it another fifteen to twenty times right after this again. Uh, but he just he sees submissions in his sleep. You know, he ended yeah. up. I, I he subbed everybody on his way. To the finals, including yeah. his his opponent in the finals, and dude, he didn't even need that much time. What was it like? Two and a half minutes, three minutes? Yeah, he like locked in minutes, a triangle, seconds, something triangle. like that. Yeah, yep. Yeah, locked in a triangle against his opponent, Majid Hage, who Majid was fucking shit up too. I watched all of his matches, and he was subbing everybody too. He was on fire, man. Yeah, but he didn't look like it when he went up against uh, Mika. Gosh, oh, he got no, into that triangle. Was he was fighting it and fighting it. But Mika, he uh, at one point, he kind of like loosened up. But he got it cinched it right back in. And it was like once he had that, it's like he said, he would go for a leg. And then he'd go for an arm. Why? Like He was looking for anything you put, you gave him. You gave him an arm. You gave him an ankle. You gave him a pinky. He was submitting you. Yeah. Yeah, he was snatching arms all all day yesterday for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. And he snatched Majid's head with a guillotine, and from there he worked in. He climbed his guard up right away, locked mm-hmm. in a triangle. He didn't lock it in right away. He almost did, right. and then he worked his way in until he was able to lock it in. And then once it was locked in, it was game over. Yeah. So kudos to Mika. Mika, again, next. Punching his ticket into the men's 77 kilogram division. Let's take a look at that division, cuz. Uh right. returning champion, JT Torres. One of my favorite jujiteros. Just a cool ass dude. Awesome, awesome top game. Just crazy pressure, crazy passes. Love watching him compete. Uh, following him, we have Oliver Taza winning the European trials. We have youngster. Cade Ruderlo, first time ABCC tournament. Congratulations, just winning the North American trials. And then we have several people who have already been invited uh, by ADCC. So these guys have either won it in the past, won it recently, or they just get invited because they're fucking awesome jujiteros. So first person to be invited to this division, Lachlan Giles, who was made a like a cannonball splash in last time in the 2019 ADCC trials. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Did a fantastic job in the absolutes and in his weight division. So I'm glad he, he got invited. Davi Ramos, uh, who you might know is the winner of grapple for the cure. First time they had the tournament here in Fresno. He won it. 
Uh, Davi Ramos invited as well. Lucas Laprie from uh, Alliance Jiu-Jitsu. And Nikki Ryan from the B team being invited to the minus to the 77 kilogram division. So Mika Galval thrown into that mix. It's gonna there's gonna be some awesome matches. I can't wait to see Davi Ramos versus versus Mika or Mika versus Nikki again. Or Mika versus JT. Oh, dude, just Mika versus Cade. Oh, that would be nuts. That's one I want to see. Yes, there's so many good matchups in this division, and you know what? We I mentioned all these all these uh, matchups, but I didn't say anything about Lachlan. And Lachlan can do the same thing that he did the last time, and just he'll hook the shit out of everybody till he finds his way into the finals. So respect the game. 77 kilo division is going to be it's it's stacked and we still have uh two three more trials at least you know the north american mm-hmm. trial south american trial one more time and i don't know if there's an african trials coming up but regardless we got it's it's already a deep ass pool it is deep um the next matchup that i want to talk about in the 80 in the adcc south american trials is the 88 kilogram division and in the finals, it was Izaki Bayanis from DreamArt taking on Claudio Calasanz, the veteran. I'm not sure if you were able to watch that match, cuz I did you, watch. Uh, I did oh. watch that. Oh, did yeah, you? I cool. did watch right. that final. Yeah. Mean? Well, you know what? It was a lot like the the Reese fight um, match. Or, I mean, uh, it was a lot like that. A lot of pushing, uh, but there there was more action in this one. It wasn't so much like yeah, the I, game where they. Up. Yeah, they did. I did see them try to attempt stuff. I did see them try to go for you know some takedowns and stuff. But it was really, it still was on that cusp of that, just the pushing, who's stronger, almost that like almost Greco uh, wrestling type of just like I'm gonna, I want to push you around because I'm stronger and bigger than you. So yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah was it was exciting, but it wasn't. Yeah, especially after going, it was a little bit of technique, but not as much. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Especially after watching Micah and everything like that, that's what I was expecting. I was on that roll after that, and it just kind of like slowed me down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Izaki punched this ticket. For those of you that didn't know, and shoot, man, we should should we add a disclaimer that there's going to be some spoilers in this? Sorry, Ooh. guys. Yeah, maybe we Way should. Late, but better late than never. Spoilers. Izaki <laughs> punching this ticket. Uh, he ended up winning by penalty, and I mean, if I would have liked to see one more round of this, you know, Claudio mm-hmm. at the last within the last 30 seconds, it looked like he's he was getting desperate. He did try to make some things happen. He got really close, but it just wasn't enough. And in the end, Izaki wins by penalty. And I kind of felt like he already knew he was going to win. So he kind of really, really wasn't doing much towards the very end. Yeah. No. So, I mean, so question for you. So these penalties and everything, especially for like our audience, how does that come into play? Like. You know, did they was it, was it like you know basketball where you got a penalty because you did something wrong, you attacked someone or you hurt someone or whatever, or how do the penalties work in in uh, jujitsu? Uh, it kind of just seems like it's it usually a penalty for stalling. You know, maybe okay. he's just holding on to his opponent or he's not engaging. It could be he, he you know he's intentionally doing something. You know, like uh, how some guys try to try to get head control and they're just slapping at the back of the neck. You know, uh, okay, uh, all right. The cyborg, 
the Cyborg Abreu match when he took on Gordon Ryan back in the day. There was a lot of that going on. And then mm-hmm. finally, after he did it like 20 times, he finally got penalized. Uh, but it could happen a lot sooner. You know, if they give you a warning once and the very next time, they can take a point. So, so if it's if the, uh, like I, with I, this match, it was a negative two, uh, negative two penalties or two penalties were, were taken. So that means that twice this person was had a point taken away or can they take two all at once? No, it was two different infractions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It wow. Was two, it was two different infractions, and then after that, he already knew that he he had to get a sub or some points in order to win, and that's kind of why he was going balls out. Okay. All right. So that's why. Okay. So what'd you think of that match? Um, it was interesting. You know, it was um new school versus old school, or I mean, they were playing the same style of jujitsu. One guy wasn't doing anything different than the other guy was, but I mean, as far as it's the new breed versus the old breed, maybe a changing of the guard. Uh, it kind of just seemed like Claudio didn't have any answers for anything that uh Azaki was presenting to him, and he and mm-hmm. he got bit in the butt with those penalties, you know. So yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what Azaki does in, in, in the main tournament, you know, cause he is exciting as shit, man. That, that whole, that whole team dream art is just full of studs that, that fight to the very last second. So let's look at the 88 kilogram bracket right now. And the European trials winner was a guy by the name of Yogan O'Flanagan. Uh, the North American trials winner was Giancarlo Bodani. And then we have invitees, Craig Jones representing B-Team, Zandi Ribeiro representing Six Blades, Josh Hinger taking uh, from Atos, and Ty Rudolo. Ty Rudolo was in the last round, or the last ADCC uh, that, that was held in Anaheim and did just did phenomenal. I want to say he was only like 16 and a blue belt at the time, but fuck, Damn. Man, he, he, he did Really, really good. So, uh, Izaki. Izaki's in that whole mix. Let's see what happens. That's a really good bracket. What do you think, cuz? So, who do you think, who do you see, or who do you want to see in the finals on that one? Um, it might, it could be a tie and Craig Jones rude in the finals. It could be a rematch. Ooh, Ooh yeah. I'd like to see that one. Totally, I could totally see that happening. I could totally because see Ty how, and Craig how, yeah, with the, the Rulo brothers, how fast they are, how much they move around. I haven't really seen Craig Jones have someone like that that moves at that level and, you know, it's like smooth movement, fast, and, and can catch you in some stuff. So I'd, I'd really like to see that one. For sure, right? And I think these guys have already met once before and who's number one. Uh, so I think it will. it's going to be a rematch. Oh, can't wait. See, I'm looking it up right now, real quick. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so it could be a it could be a complete rematch. It's gonna it could be Ty and and Craig in the finals. Who knows? Uh, let's see who else joins the mix in these next uh, trials that are gonna be coming up pretty soon. So the next matchup was the minus ninety nine kilo division. Joa Costa taking on Enrique Sacconi. Joa winning by referee's decision. I want to say that was the match that you watched, cause that ended up going. Uh, no one was able to take anybody down. It was Brazilian wrestling at its finest. Joa Jean. Whoo, this minus 99 kilogram division. Um, these last two brackets are just full of killers. So let me start by saying the 99 kilogram division is going to be uh, 
European trials winner, some guy by the name of Pertu Toponin, our boy Mason Fowler, winner of the North American trials, East Coast, invites Rafael Lovato Jr. from Six Blades, Kanan Duarte from Atos Jiu-Jitsu, Yuri Samos from Team Brasa CTA and Mason Fowler squad, Tim Spriggs, Team TLI, Patrick Gadillo, Grapple Fight Team, and Nicholas Miragali from Dream Art. So that is a really, really deep division right there. Sakoni, or I'm sorry, Sakoni. Costa, this is what we were talking about earlier. Costa's going to have to brush up on his wrestling, man, because I didn't see anything that makes me think he's going to go past the first round, especially against these guys. Every single person in this matchup, I mean, I I really can't speak to Toponin. I don't know what, he, what kind of game he plays, but... Uh-huh. Maybe he can get him in the first round and he can get into the second round. But from what I saw, I was not impressed. I'm sure that's not a whole his oh all that he has in his arsenal. And this is gonna be go for broke every match because if you lose, you're done. So I'm sure he's gonna bring his best and I'm looking forward to seeing what he does and as well as the rest of these guys in these bracket. Because anybody oh, yeah, in this definitely. division that stands out to you, Mason, Kanan, Yuri Samoz, any predictions for the finals? Oh man, uh, Lovato, man. I I don't know. There's a lot of good people in this, but the one sticking out to me right now, uh, Mason. Oh yeah, Mason Fowler too. Yeah, dude. I don't know, man. This could go any direction. It's just one of those things that, like, at this, I want to say, in this uh, weight class right here, it, anything could go. Anything could happen. We could get surprised. I mean, there's just so many, so much talent in this one. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I really I'm looking say. at this. And my dream matchup for the finals here would be Mason taking on Kanan, uh, Kainan. You know, that would be Ooh. a sick ass, and that could totally happen, you know. But I mm-hmm. see one person in the mix that could totally spoil this party, and that's Tim Spriggs. He could, oh, yeah? he has the potential, he's got the game, he's got the mentality to, he could even win this whole fucking division. Honestly, Damn. you know, it just depends on what bracket he where what side of the bracket he ends up on and see what kind of what kind of matchups he gets, but he could totally spoil that party. I could see him in the finals as well. Uh I would Damn. love to see Tim Spriggs taking on Mason. That will be a jujitsu wrestling match to the max. The gods mm. would be extremely happy to watch to see that. So uh shout out to our boy Mason. We got your back, bro. We'll we'll be watching, cheering you on. Uh, but that is the 99 kilogram division. We got one round left, cuz, and that is mm-hmm. the over 99 kilogram division, which was won by Roosevelt Sosa taking on Pedro Alex Bombom. I, I don't remember this match. I didn't, I probably didn't even watch it. Um, but it was, he did win by referee's decision. And now he's joining the over 99 kilogram division. And so far, we got European tries winner, Haiki Jusela. North American Trials, John Henson, and invitee, Gordon Ryan, Nick Rodriguez, and recent addition, Felipe, Gordon Ryan, what would you say? Gordon Ryan's kryptonite, Felipe Pena, well, before, joining the well, mix? Before, well, because before we get into that, man, um, this uh this fight right here, the one that I was just looking it up because I was like, you know what? I don't think that went to decision. That was actually a submission, the Roosevelt fight. 
That was actually a Oh, my bad, my bad. How did it end up in? What did it? How did yeah, it, go? it was like what a, uh, I want to say it was a heel hook or a leg lock um, that he won by. Uh, I'm trying to go oh, back. Okay, and, bad, and his, yeah, so, I mean, it, that was a really good fight. I, I definitely want to give that up to him. Um, it was in there deep, uh, and, man, whoo, uh, he was in pain. Um, he was in pain. It was it was one of those, like you were talking about earlier, where, hey, you get in those leg lock positions and stuff, and you can really do some damage because this dude was limping off the mat afterwards. He he verbal tap out or verbal tapped to it. It, it it was deep. It was it was one of those ones. I think you'd you'd want to go back and look at if you get a chance. Go oh back yeah, and look I'm, at I'm looking at it right now. I see it. Yeah, and he's another fight sport guy. So I think fight sport got two more guys in with this with this re- last round of trials. So mm-hmm. yeah, it looks pretty nasty. Oh my god. Yeah, sure. you see that? Oh yeah. yeah. He's grabbing his knee. He's grabbing his knee right away. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh man, that's pretty fucked up. Wow. Well, Roosevelt, yeah. congratulations, Roosevelt. In the house, <laughs> punching his ticket. Way to go, my man! That ninety-nine over kilogram. Or I'm sorry, yeah, that plus ninety-nine kilogram division. It's got it's got some killers, man. So Gordon Ryan, yeah. Nick Rodriguez, Felipe Pena. Mm, mm, mm. I I would yeah. love to see a Felipe Pena Gordon Ryan rematch round oh, three. Dude, what do you Me think? Too. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah, you yeah, know what? Right? That's that. Yeah. Gordon Ryan, Felipe Pena at the at the finals, whatever, dude. I would be like that meme with the guy that's eating popcorn, all excited, just waiting to see what happens. I'm gonna have my acai, yeah, like I popcorn, mean, ready to go, man. Yeah, I dude. I mean, wait. if I you think about it, that. Gordon can talk. Gordon has been talking shit to everybody, and he has every right to. But the one person, the one motherfucker that he cannot say shit to. Is Felipe Pena because Felipe has gotten him both times. Mm-hmm. Right. He subbed him once and won because by you know taking his back one of the others, but he he dominated him. You know he yeah he, he played the leg lock game with him and both times Felipe took the back using the same time mm-hmm. the same strategy. I want to say uh, it was a long ass time ago. I think the last time they fought was 2016, 2017, something like that. So it's been mm-hmm. a while. I'm sure both both of those guys' games have evolved. Uh, Felipe Pena last lost the super fight event in last the last ADCC to Galval by a takedown, I want to say. And he did look like he was injured. So I don't know if he had a rib injury, I, I want to say I heard. Um, but damn, that would be an awesome finals match to watch. Gordon Ryan, Felipe Pena. Yeah. And, and you know what? I don't know if you watched that uh, special that they did on him, on Felipe. Um the uh, uh on it was on flow grappling i think it was and it kind of just gave like his history and kind of i can see and he, he seems to have like this um uh this way about him like he'll like he'll be doing good doing good and then he'll lose and then all this he'll go back and he like starts over and he just pushes and pushes and trains until he can eventually beat that guy or uh, you know that level whatever of what whoever the caliber is that he needs to get to and then he starts winning, winning, winning. And then he comes to someone who's, you know, got him again. And then he goes back and, and resets. So I'm thinking if he continues that track, I could see him coming back this time and, and doing that. You know, like he, he lost last time, but I could see him coming back and fixing those little mistakes and becoming even better. I mean, he's a, you know, he's a pretty young dude. You know, I mean, not as young as like our 18-year-olds, that, you know, that we've been talking about. But, I mean – He's not an old dude, and and he keeps just keeps getting better. 
keeps going back and well, you got one thing. You got one thing right. He is pretty. And and another thing, <laughs> if he gets on a <laughs> if he gets on a hot streak, you're right. He once he gets he gets a rhythm, that's bad news for everybody in there, including Gordon Ryan, because he mm-hmm. can totally run the tables and win this whole thing and ruin the whole whatever. You know, so that, that'll yep. I'm looking forward to it, man. And we got a lot of good matchups coming up. We got a lot left to a lot of more competitors to add to the mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be another round of ADCC trials in South America coming up this next weekend, as a matter of fact, February 12th and 13th. And then we got uh, our the one we're going to be going to in April, yeah. So, April, yep, 2nd April 2nd 3rd, 3rd. Second round of North American trials. So a lot more competitors are going to be punching their ticket. We look forward to seeing who's who's going to be in the mix. And this is turning out to be the best fucking jujitsu slash grappling tournament that has ever been created by man. Thank you, Mohasin. Thank you, ADCC. Thank you, Seth Daniels. Uh, I can't wait to see the matchups that you guys give us, man. We can't wait. Cause anything you want to add to this, man? I'm I'm losing my mind over here. I want to get yeah, in the time actually, machine, I do. and I want to jump to Vegas in September so that we can watch these matches right now already. I'm sorry. I'm oh sorry. yeah, definitely, definitely, man. I am so looking forward to this. Uh, but you know what? What about Coach? Isn't Coach competing at these trials coming yeah, up? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? What? Yeah. What if we see him in the finals in September? What if he's going up against right. fucking Gordon Ryan or something? Next thing you know, he's a freaking ADCC champ. Holy shit. Boom, Imagine. give him the crown, bro. Yes. Give him the crown. Imagine. King Victor. Yup. Shout out. Shout out to Victor. Damn, yeah. man. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah, yeah. Shout out. I think you might let the cat out the bag a little there, a little early there, but yeah, that's the word on the streets is, is that he's going to be throwing his name into the, into the hat and he will be competing at the trials in Vegas in April. So we'll be cheering you on coach. Uh, we'll be, we'll be bringing the acai. So good luck, brother. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, uh, weight class do you think he's going to be in? You know, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. Man, because I'd like. Oh man, I don't know. I'm just excited to see him out there and competing. Uh, man, because uh, I mean, last time when he was at, uh, was at Worlds and he competed, dude. Yeah. Man, like nothing. Like it was like nothing. So I can't wait to see yeah. him out there and then seeing him. You know, training yeah. and everything. Um, every cool day. for sure. Yep. All the yeah, time. All the definitely. time. Definitely. Yeah, can't wait Mr. To see that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mr. Freeze. We gotta get that on his key. <laughs> there you go. There you go, man. Yeah, dude, I I am complete. I'm looking forward to this. I'm super excited for trials. I'm super excited for the championship. I cannot wait. I'm so looking forward to this. I don't even care. I will be there. I will walk there yeah, if I need to. Yeah. <laughs> Better start right now, then. I'll meet yes. you there. <laughs> All right, you bring the waters. All right, cuz. Well, that's a wrap, man. We're done for the week. Another Jujiteros episode that's in the books. Next week, we're going to be doing the same thing again. We'll be talking about South American Trials, ADCC Qualifier. Let's see who's in the list. There's some guys that we still haven't seen. I heard, well, Ty's already been invited, so he's not going to be back on. Uh, But I'm interested to see who else is going to be throwing their name into the hat. Maybe we'll hear some names throughout the week, but we'll let you guys know who that is next week. And we'll let you know who's jumping into the hot tub for each division. Until next week, Jujiteros. 
Keep rolling and training out there, and we hope to hear from you soon. This is the motivation.